Last night, the Carolina Hurricanes took game one in their round one series against the New York Islanders. And the reason they did that was because the power play actually showed up. Find out what happened in last night's game, as well as hear from Rod Brindamore, Martin Natchez, Antiranta, and Andre Svechkov, all in this episode of Locked On Hurricanes. Your Locked On Hurricanes. Your daily podcast on the Carolina Hurricanes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, Caniacs. I'm your host, Jared Ellis, and you're listening to Locked On Hurricanes on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And this episode is once again brought to you by the lovely folks over at FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more with FanDuel. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On today to get started. And don't forget to follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at LO underscore Hurricanes and myself on Twitter at Jared Ellis underscore 96. You know, really having a lot of fun with the playoffs right now and had a lot of fun last night at the game as well. This was the Hurricanes' fifth straight playoff appearance. Tell that to a Hurricanes fan 10 years ago and they laugh in your face because it's crazy and they did come away with the win two to one should have been three one in my opinion the hurricanes did have a goal called back early in the second period but at the end of the day they still came away with the win and like i said a big really probably the main reason they came away with that win is the fact that their power play showed up both of their goals last night came on the power play. One from Sebastian Ajo, the other from Steph Nazan. And going into this series, uh, the Hurricanes, they were, we talked about this with Gil. They were ranked 19th in the NHL uh, with their power play. Uh, but I did find this one statistic earlier this morning. Since Andrei Svechnikov went out, their power play was second to last in the league, operating at 10.9%. Like I said yesterday, that 19th in the NHL was generous. <laughs> and that's exactly why. And again, the power play did show up last night, and that's great. The With the first power play goal coming a little after three and a half minutes into the game, and I feel that the Hurricanes, yeah, they were really able to catch the Islanders off guard. They really just came out quick, ready to go. And the Islanders hadn't really fully settled in. Sorokin especially hadn't settled in yet. And they were still getting to their game. And the Hurricanes took advantage of that. Same with the second goal, because that one also came about two and a half minutes into the second period again really taking advantage of the islanders settling into the periods i had said in the past you know that that was something that teams took advantage of with the hurricane so it's nice to see them doing that here in this game and actually with sebastian ajo's goal he is now tied eric stall for most postseason goals in hurricanes and whalers history with 19 you figure that record will be solely his 
pretty darn soon, maybe after tomorrow, but that's just something we'll just have to wait and see. Don't want to jinx anything. Uh, but Steph Nazan with his power play goal, that was his first play- NHL playoff goal since 2018. Obviously, he kind of hanging out in the AHL some and not getting the NHL opportunities as much. So, you know, nice to see him continue to take advantage of his season. And, you know, it, what, that was ended up being the game-winning goal as well. He, again, should have had another, but, you know, it is what it is with that. The Hurricanes did come away with the win, but following that amazing goal, uh, Pollock uh, answered back pretty darn quickly. I want to say it was within two minutes. Actually, I think it was less. I think it may have been within like a minute and a half, but did answer pretty quickly. You figured someone probably said shut out and jinxed it. But the Hurricanes, they they were able to fend off the Islanders because it felt like once, you know, kind of like halfway through the periods is when the Islanders really started getting to their game. Like in the first period, like that first half of the period, it was like all Hurricanes. It was the Islanders were really lucky to score was not worse than what it was. And that's a testament to their goaltending. And then, you know, in the second period, you know, the Hurricanes did, you know, kind of catch them off guard early, but they were able to, you know, settle in quicker and then fight back. And like we said yesterday, we felt that this series is going to be low scoring and physical, and that's what we got. We didn't expect, you know, seven goals or anything like that you know like gil said if you're a betting person neither me or him are you probably want to take the under uh for the large majority of these games so you know the islanders you know they they really did try to make it a game and then you really look in that third period especially when brent burns you know took that i believe it was a slashing penalty within the final five minutes the hurricanes were lucky it didn't go to overtime and of course, you know, here in the playoffs, there's no shootout. It's just overtime, overtime, overtime. You know, we all remember the bubble when it went, that one game went to like seven overtimes. I forget who it was. I think it was Columbus and Tampa. I think that's who it was. Uh, but yeah, it's been several years ago now. But, you know, the Islanders really did try to make it a game. And the Hurricanes, you know, they're going to have their work cut out for them. The Islanders aren't just going to roll over and give the hurricanes a series. No, this is going to be a series. This isn't going to be a sweep again, like it was in 2019. And the Islanders proved that this is going to be a six or seven game series. And if the hurricanes power play can continue to show up like it did in game one, then the hurricanes path to winning the series is going to be easier. But if it falls back down to, 10.9 percent it's not as guaranteed for the hurricanes and you know i again i love that the power play showed up as good as it did in this game i i really do i love it and because it had been such a poor 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 power play so the fact that it showed up is great but I'm not sold after one game. I'm not at all. 
because it's just one game. I want to see it continue to, it, again, at least look like a threat because that's a big thing with the Hurricanes power play last night is that for the most part, whenever they did get power play opportunities, they looked like a threat. So that's going to be something that the Hurricanes need to continue to work on. If we get you know to game four, you know, it doesn't really matter, you know, who's leading the series at that point. But, well, obviously, I want the Hurricanes to. But say, like, we get to game four and the Hurricanes power play is still, you know, operating at a not even necessarily high level, but just good level, you know, not necessarily converting, a, you know, like they did, you know, here or anything like that. But they're looking like a threat. They're getting power play goals. And. If they're just doing that, then okay, I'd be willing to hear you guys out a little bit more on that. But I, I am not sold on the Hurricanes power play yet. I need to see a more sustained uh, success period for it before I'm like, okay, we got this in the bag. But, you know, the Hurricanes, they as a whole did play a good team game last night. That was something that is going to be, I said, is important for them to win this series and continue to win throughout the playoffs they have to play a team game power play needs to show up and it did last night because not only was the power play really good the penalty kill and defense was spectacular the penalty kill went four for four uh looked absolutely fantastic was was deadly absolutely deadly and you know one thing that was funny uh that my girlfriend pointed out was on the jumpertron Whenever they would successfully kill off a penalty, uh, a criminal offense uh, little ad would come up there, and it was by a law firm, and it, it was really funny, and we got a kick out of it. Uh, but also, Auntie Ranta was a spectacular last night. I know, like some folks, you know, were like, "Oh, why isn't it Freddie?" But I think Auntie Ranta was the right choice to lead off the Hurricanes for the series he's been the hotter set of hands as of late of uh, i remember correctly i believe he was 19 three and three on the season absolutely stellar uh i don't remember his save percentage and goals allowed but i know those were pretty darn good as well so i think that was the right choice uh the one the one head scratch, I mean, it's one thing to talk about it now, but, you know, the starting lineup, you know, going with the fourth line and, you know, the third pairing, that was a little interesting, uh, but ultimately it ended up paying off. And for the Hurricanes, they likely saw something that they liked with the Islanders and like, hey, let's put that line out there uh, to start off. And it worked out for the Hurricanes. So I imagine, you know, in game two, three, you know, we'll see things, you know, continue uh to maybe play out the way they did in game one but again talking about auntie ronta and how good he was last night we did get to hear a uh, joint press conference with him and martin and natchez from last night's game natchez also had two assists on the night uh, as did brent burns both of those guys were stars for the game with auntie ronta being the first we also got to hear from andre Svechkov in an intermission and rod brendamore after the game as well and we will hear from natchez and ronta right after this quick break folks now of course folks the playoffs 
are here. And if you are a betting person and are wanting to bet on a game, make sure you do so with FanDuel Sportsbook. And if you're a baseball fan, they got you covered there as well because grand slams, no hitters, and double plays are back. And there's no better place to get in on the MLB action than FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. That's because right now new customers can step up to the plate with a no sweat first bet up to $1,000. Just go to FanDuel.com slash locked on to sign up, place your bet, and get up to $1,000 back in a bonus bets. And of course, you know, NBA playoffs are going on as well. If you want to bet, you know, whether it be on the Kings, the Warriors, the Suns, the Bucks, uh, I forget who else is in the playoffs right now, the Celtics. There's just so many playoffs going on right now because you also have the NHL playoffs. If you're wanting to bet on the Hurricanes, the Bruins, the Panthers, the Jets, the Stars, the Knights, whatever, do so at FanDuel right now. So don't miss your chance to get your no sweat first bet up to $1,000 when you join FanDuel today. Just go to FanDuel.com slash locked on to sign up. FanDuel, official partner of Major League Baseball. Now, folks, your game two is tomorrow. And if you're wanting to, you know, go to the game, one, go to the game. But if you're wanting to listen to it, make sure you're doing so on Sirius XM. They're having the local broadcast of all NHL playoffs games, whether it's the Hurricanes, whether it is the Golden Knights, the Jets, whoever, they're all going to be on Sirius XM. So make sure you download the SXM app and are listening wherever you are, whether it's at home, at work, in your car, wherever. But we did get to hear from Martin Natchez and Auntie Ronta. The joint playoff press conferences are back, folks. And this is what Natchez and Ronta had to say. Calm, collected, and looked like saw most of the shots. A little bit of traffic, but you saw most of the shots come through. That's kind of an ideal goalie's night, I guess. Yeah, you, you know, they, they, well, uh, <laughs> uh, they, uh, they play kind of similar game to us. Like they, they love to shot the puck from the points. So, uh, you know, you just try to see the release and, and react for that. And, and you know, a couple, couple shots where what I couldn't see, but our guys were blocking those. And, and you know, I think in the first period, I got a couple of good saves to kind of get you back and get you into the game. And, and you know, it, it was kind of fun to play these games again. You know, just uh, super excited and, and, you know, getting that home crowd going, you know, it just gives you the, gives you the energy. And, and, you know, I think most of, most of the time we, we played really, really well in, in front of the net. So, you know, I just needed to make the first save and our guys were helping me a lot. What was, the, what was your reaction? I mean, I know you and Freddie have, have alternated a lot of the year, but what was your reaction when you told that you were going to get the start tonight? Uh, pretty much just, just kind of day by day mentality, you know, you, the same same way than in the season, you know, it's uh, it's usually day day before you get to know that, and and you know, uh, I knew that I've been practicing well, so you know, I, I knew that if it's my turn to play, I'm I'm ready to go, and and you know, obviously excited to to get the call. Martin, you were probably sick of us talking about the power play during the season. So can you run through kind of what what do you think went right tonight that that made you guys be successful, especially obviously at the beginning. Yeah, uh, I mean, first of all, we won the face-offs and, you know, started with the puck, which is huge, and uh, then just, you know, uh, you know, puck didn't, start, didn't stay on our sticks too long. We made a, made a good place, uh, you know, it's uh, all about confidence, you know, you get 
couple touches on a, on a power play and you're like guys that are supposed to play with the puck more, uh, you know, get the feeling and then, you know, you feel even five on five better. So, uh, yeah, it was a good movement on the power play. You know, obviously huge. We got uh, two goals in the peeper today and uh, we just got to dial it in and uh, keep, going that, keep going that way. How much does Burns a factor in that, just the way he played in, on the power play and overall in general? Yeah, I mean, he's um, he's got a great shot, so, you know, um, trying to feed him with the, with the bucks so he doesn't have, you know, anyone in the line, uh, in, the, in the lane, and uh, he can get it to the net with the traffic, and, um, yeah, we just keep it simple. If there is a, you know, uh, play uh, play to make, uh, just go for it, and if not, just working around and, uh, you know, make uh, simple passes. Auntie, how much confidence does it give you now that you got that first win, and you guys have the series lead going forward now in the series? Yeah, obviously, you always want to wanna start with the win, and, you know, I think, we we came we came ready to play and and you know I think it's gonna be like that this the whole series you know it's two hardworking teams and and you know like like we saw the the power play came through and and they won the game to us for us so uh, yeah you know tomorrow is a recovery day and and then we go again so you know I think everybody's feeling good but you know everything starts with the zero zero again on Wednesday. Were you expecting to be named? <coughs> I've, you know, I, I think uh, you know it could go either way. So I think that was the, that was the reason why we kind of went back and forth at the end there. And and you know, it's uh, you know you you just try to try to make sure that you're ready to go if it's your turn. And and you know, obviously it was nice to nice to get the start and and obviously get the get the win. Can you give us your perspective on you come out in the third period, like you said, most of the. You know, defense in front of you have been pretty good, and they have the two chances in tight. Is it tough to come in at the beginning of a period, make make two tough stops like that? Uh, maybe if it, if it's in the first period, you you kind of you kind of try to get into the game. But I wouldn't say in third period anymore. You you kind of in the in the in the flow already, and and you know every puck, every every shot matters. So you know you you just try to try to make the save, and and you know it was obviously. Good way to start the period. Get those couple saves, and you know, get that get that good feeling going. Martin, before the game, Jordan Stahl talked a lot about just the volume of shots that he had to put on net in order to get Sorokin off his mind. Is that kind of what Coach preached to you guys before him? Yeah, I mean, just at every goalie at this uh, you know at this level at this uh, time of the year in the playoffs, you gotta you gotta have uh, somebody at the net to screen for your goalies. You know, same just like Ryan says. You know, when he sees it. Um, he, he usually catches it, so uh, it's, you know, against every goal you got to get in front and, uh, you know, just keep it simple, keep shooting pucks, uh, you know, get some rebounds there and, uh, uh, yeah, just simple as that. Marty, uh, you know, with this season you kind of bounced back after a slightly tougher season last year. How does it feel during this playoffs to be contributing already as you had in game one as compared to last year? Yeah, I mean, you uh, Last year was, you know, coming to playoffs, uh, wasn't feeling very confident, and it was just, you know, the whole season uh, wasn't great uh, from my end, and uh, yeah, this season I came ready, uh, feeling good, and uh, just trying to play my game, uh, do simple things, and uh, you know, then some uh, something comes up, and uh, yeah, just trying to play my game, play simple. I think from a goaltender's perspective, it was last 90 seconds. 
opposed. I mean, to the, to the fans, everybody's going crazy and the puck's moving all over the place. Just, what's it like from a goaltender perspective? Yeah, you, you just try to keep your focus on the puck and, and what's going on around you. But, you know, I, I think everybody feels it uh, on the ice and on the bench and, you know, the building is rocking and, and your ears are ringing a little bit. So, but you, you, it's it's much easier to say say than done. Sometimes you know you, you just have to keep focused on on what's what's happening in front of you and and, and like that. But I, it's a, it's a pretty awesome feeling to to be in these situations and and you know get that chance to to get that one goal lead and and go to the last minute and and defend that. So you know we we. Put our bodies on the line in, in that in that last nine seconds, and, and you know that was a big reason why we got the win. All right, thanks, guys. Awesome. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Ugh. So you know, getting to hear from Natchez and Ranta last night. You know, Natchez obviously you know, talked about the power play. We've talked about that at length, uh, but you know. Bronto, you know, talking about, you know, him getting the start, you know, in those last 90 seconds, you know, again, I think Bronto was the right move. He'd been the hotter set of hands as of late. So I feel, you know, going to the playoffs, you got to do that. You look in years past, you know, they always go with the hotter set of hands. They went with Ned in the playoffs, you know, a few years ago. And, you know, yeah, you end up losing you know, that series and, you know, Peter and James, you know, both left, whatever. Uh, but, it's the it was the right move and that last 90 seconds and you know when the islanders you know just pushing 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 i wasn't worried you know and, and you know that's one thing to say you know right now you know being you know, removed you know from the game and everything but you know there are many times you're know, looking down you know during the game you know the islanders pushing and pushing and pushing but auntie ron he was locked in he was locked in in that game, and I wasn't worried. I'm like, all right, yeah, he's he's locked in. He ain't letting anything by, and you know the team around him is also playing fantastic. I've talked about it many times. You know, uh, Ned's second game back uh, here in Raleigh. You know, I missed his first game. It was that game where he had that shutout. Yeah, I looked over to my girlfriend and told her, "We aren't winning this game." Ned is locked in, and you can tell that sometimes, you know, with these goalies, you know, you're, you know, sitting there watching you know, and everything. Sometimes you can tell, like, all right, this guy's locked in. Like, it, it's gonna take something big for to knock them out of the groove that they're in. And Antiranta was knocked knocked out of his groove last night, and that's a testament to him and just how good he is. And you know, we've talked about at length. You know, the hole that Andrei Sveshnikov left uh, on this team, you know, whenever he uh, tore his ACL, he was the siren sounder for the first period last night. But you wouldn't have known it because you could not hear him get announced and you could not hear the siren because it was so stinking loud in there. But he also did speak to the media during the first intermission, which was a surprise to me when I'm, you know, looking you know, at all the uh, media stuff like what Andre spoke to the media what uh, and we did get to hear from him and this is what Andre had to say to the media uh, during the first intermission in last night's game 
Go ahead. What are your emotions of not being able to play just once? It's yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's uh, tough, you know. In the season it was uh, it was kind of okay, but uh, right now once you sit down and then uh, see this atmosphere and uh, what we're playing for, yeah, everything comes together and it's kind of tough to watch it, obviously, and uh, you know play side to side with my boys. How is your how did your surgery go and how's the recovery been? Yeah, surgery went good, you know, doctors said everything went good and uh, obviously first uh, couple of weeks uh, wasn't good, it was uh, a little bit painful, but um, after uh, after that was uh, fine, you know, I'm, uh, I've been walking and uh, doing all the exercises and uh, working out every day. Do you have a plan? Do you, are you going to stay here over the summer, do you think, to rehab? Yeah, I mean, uh, let's, uh, let's win the cup and, uh, you know, I didn't make any plans, uh, so... Let's focus on the hockey. You hear that uh, round of applause for you at the beginning of the game for when you're doing the siren. Yeah. Just hear the love for you. I mean, how did that make you feel? Yeah, you know, I've been uh, feeling that love uh, last uh, four weeks, to be honest. Uh, it's been amazing. You know, I've been uh, lay, lay, laying down on my uh, living room and I see just people coming to my house, you know, all the neighbors bringing cookies. And, uh, you know, that's, uh, that's a special place, to be honest. And uh, I love everything about this place. How do you think you did on the siren? I don't know. You tell me. I think I think pretty good, but I was going and my shoulder got tired. I, I was thinking to stop a couple of times, but uh, you know it took a while, so it was fun. Do you think yeah, uh, I mean uh, nothing serious happened to be honest. I was uh, just uh, pretty much skating, and uh, my knee went inside of it, and uh, that's how I got injured. I guess uh, uh, in 2020 year when I kind of uh, turned. Uh, in a bubble, maybe you guys remember, I tore the, my ankle, I sprained my ankle and I tore my MCL, so I, have, I had a little bit of tear on my ACL, so it was about the time. Do you expect to be ready for training? Yeah, I hope so, you know, I've been, uh, I've been do, uh, I will do everything for that, for sure. What's your message to the team with the playoffs? Well, you know, just uh, we know how to play and uh, all the guys doing that, so just got to stick with that and, uh, you know, obviously I'd outscore those guys. Is there a timetable yet for when you think you might be ready? Yeah, well, doctor said between six and nine months. So, what? When I got injured, it was uh, it would be seven months till the the new season. So, hopefully, I will be ready. Will you travel with the team? Uh, we'll see. I wasn't thinking about it yet, but uh, maybe yeah, some games for sure. You've been through this playing. It's obviously a different thing to have to be watching from the fifth floor. How hard is that on you personally? Yeah, like I said, very, very hard to be honest. Uh, in the season was fine, but right now, you know, you've been watching and uh, you just want to go out there and, uh, you know, play hockey. But uh, it's been tough, you know, it's part of uh, your our life and my life as well. So I just got to stay patient, you know, I'm going to have a lot of time. Can you try to learn something as you watch? For sure, yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, just watching games because uh, I didn't really have the chance like that, you know, watching from upstairs. So now I got the chance and uh, obviously, you know, I've been watching already, what, 20 games. Uh, I learned a few things for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's huge. All my family, you know, my parents, my brother, a special brother, you know, he had the same surgery, ACL. So he been through that and uh, he gave me a really good advice is what I got to do. And, uh, you know, I've been doing that. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Be patient, you know, and uh, all the exercises, you know, all that stuff. Which one of your teammates do you think is going to have the biggest performance this playoffs? Biggest performance. So, can pick everyone, to be honest, because uh, they're all going to be playing good. All right. Thanks, Svetch. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, Thank you, guys. So, okay, it's great to hear from Svetch uh, during the intermission. And, you know, a lot of it, obviously, you know, kind of 
uh, timetables of you know when is he going to be back and you know the how is he handling everything and everything like that you know you kind of figure that uh i do like you know the timetable is you know the start of the regular season is within the timetable that'd be seven months uh and knowing fetch i do feel he's probably gonna hit that uh and be back for the regular season and yeah for the start of the regular season excuse me and if he's not, it'll be pretty darn soon afterwards. Uh, but you know, for me, you know, a big thing you know, there is you know, when he talked about his injury in the bubble, when he rolled his ankle and tore his MCL, now there's a minor tear to his ACL as well. And that it was about time for that as well. And that was crazy. I didn't I didn't even consider that. Uh I didn't even it didn't even click that it was the same leg uh that he hurt up there. So you know, let's hope you know everything you know, is okay down there now uh with his knee obviously you know, he's had the surgeries and you know everything but that was crazy for me i'm like what yeah you know, there was a minor tear there i guess it wasn't bad enough for them to fix at the time or anything i, I don't know uh but you know it is what it is now and i'm excited to be able to see him back and it was a pleasant surprise to be able to hear from him uh last night as well but we did get to hear from rob brindamore as well following uh last night's game and we will hear what rod had to say right after this quick break folks now folks we've talked about it many times before if you're a long-time listener you know just how important taking a good multivitamin is and athletic greens is the one for you now I've been taking athletic greens myself to get my stomach in check and help with my immune system and everything. And it has really, really helped me out as well. And it's something that can help you out as well. And the thing is with AG1 is it is lifestyle friendly, whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, gluten-free, it contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals or artificial anything while still tasting good. And what's really important has been for me lately as well is that it supports a better sleep quality and recovery. It supports mental clarity and alertness. That has been really important for me. A lot of stuff going on in life. AG1 has been one thing that can has been helping me get back on the right track and it's the one thing with the best things athletic greens uses the best of the best products based on the latest science with constant product iterations and third-party testing and again multivitamins are very very important folks and you want to be taking something with high quality ingredients that your body will actually absorb you're not just taking something to take it it's just going straight through you you actually want to have your body absorb it. And AG1 is a small micro habit with big benefits. It's one thing you can do to take care of yourself every single day. And your subscription also comes with a year's supply of vitamin D. So you're going to be wanting to take those as well. Be the best you can be. And right now it is time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. And the thing I like to do, I like to add a little bit of lemon juice in there as well. 
to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Now, folks, finally, we get to hear from the greatest hurricane ever. I still think so. Rod Brindamore. We got to hear from him following last night's game as well. He was, of course, at the lovely uh, playoff press conference thing as well. But it was just him, just the Rod Brindamore show. He wasn't having to share uh, with anyone like Martin Natchez and Hunty Ronta. But I'm glad the joint uh, press conferences are back. I always really enjoy those. But this is what Rod Brindamore had to say following last night's game. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I thought we came out well. Um, nice to get the power play goal right away. That was kind of, I guess, just nice to get ahead. Obviously, play with the lead is very, very important. Feel good about your about your goalie choice? <coughs> well, he played great. He played great. I mean, so did the other guy. I mean, it's crazy, right? I mean, he made some saves there that could have put the game away for us, and then. But Rance held us in too at times, especially there's two in the third right away. Um, so, good. I mean, that game pretty much went how we, you know, thought it would. They made great saves. We had good saves. I think both teams are going pretty hard. Marty mentioned just confidence on the power play. Is that sometimes what it takes? Is, is well, that's a lot of it for sure. Um, there's a lot of other things that he's leaving out, but. Uh, you know, uh, execution, right? I mean, the first one, we had good execution. I mean, we've been doing that all year, but that's the first time it hit, <laughs> right? But it's just, you know, it, the passes were great. The draw was just The things just kind of worked out. They did the exact same play, the very next power play for theirs, and almost hit it. So we got the, the – we were fortunate today to get it. Is there some value in playing half of that game at 2-1 to one and defending it that way? Because the playoffs tend to be that kind of situation for a lot of it. Well – you mean just to get used to it? <laughs> That's how it's going to be. We know that. It's going to be always tight, grind games. Um, you know, a mistake here or there is probably going to be the difference. Um, but so is it? Is it valuable? I guess if you win, it is. That's for sure. How much you seen Burns' energy in his play tonight? That's what we've seen all year. So, I mean, he's, he's elite, elite player and uh, – you know, you could see it out there. He could have had a few goals tonight. Very, very impactful, for sure. Can you sense he's excited about the playoffs for the first time in a while? He looks like that every game, <laughs> I'll, I'll be honest. I don't. I didn't see much difference in, in his approach and how he plays it. You always talk about special teams being the difference in the playoff games, especially with PK and I had to make yeah. a stop late in the game. Well, you... Yeah, yeah, uh, we're not going to comment on that. But, um, you know, it's uh, best penalty killer is always his goalie, number one. He made a couple of real good saves, but the, the guys in there blocked some shots. They did what they had to do. You, you know, they add Barzell to that. It's a, it's a pretty dynamic power play they got cooking there. So, um, yeah, we did a good job. Is that a nice reward for, for Steph Mason? 
Is that a nice reward for Steph Mason to uh, you know, get a goal in his first playoff game? And I, th I think we're five years out since he's played in the playoffs. Oh, really? See, I didn't know that. You guys helped me out with that stuff. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, he's right where he does his job. I mean, he's very, very good at tipping pucks and around that five feet area. So, um, you know, he, he was good tonight. So obviously, you know, getting to hear from Rod Bernhorn, his takeaways for the game, honestly, the same as a lot of other people uh, and nothing too crazy or groundbreaking with any of those. Uh, we've all been saying the same thing with a lot of it, uh, you know, with. You know, the Hurricanes really coming out, playing hard. And they stuck to their game, and they showed up when they needed to show up. Power play showed up. Penalty kill showed up when it needed to show up. Auntie Rancha showed up. And just the defense as a whole really showed up when it needed to show up. Now, going into game two tomorrow, we'll obviously talk about that game tomorrow and preview that one. But one quick thing I did want to touch on before we uh, wrap things up here is, you know, going into game two one thing I want to see, not only of the power play, you know, continue to have success, whether it's, you know, scoring goals or just looking like a threat, putting the pressure on rather than just passing things around and, you know, just being a bathroom break. Uh, one thing it, that I want to see is five on five. You know, I want to see, you know, the five on five, you know, even shrinks play net a goal. And, you know, again, it's a testament to New York. You know, this is the playoffs, you know, and their Sorokin is really good. And, you know, they we knew, like, it's not going to be a very high-scoring game or anything, or series. But, you know, the 5-on-5 five -five has been the Hurricanes' bread and butter this season. I do want to see that continue to be the case in Game 2. I've said it many times throughout the year of power play can make or break a game. And it did in this game. It made the game for the Hurricanes. Again, both of their goals came on the power play. And, you know, for a long time, I was using that game in uh, up in Detroit where they won one nothing on Brady Shea's power play goal. And that was the difference maker. The power play was the difference maker in game one here. And I do want it continue to be a difference maker throughout the series. But in game two, I do want to see the five on five play. Uh, net at least one goal. I do want to see that because that's going to be something that we need. We've seen in the playoffs before the Hurricanes struggle on offense. That that needs to show up as well. If we're going to win, we got to get that. We can't always. It can't be the other way around. We can't score all of our goals on the power play and expect to win. You got to score the even strength goals, just like you can't score all of your goals on even strength and not do anything with power play because power play can make or break the game. And so I want to see that improve in game two, but we'll talk more about that in tomorrow's episode. So make sure you are subscribed to the show on YouTube. Make sure you are following on Twitter and Instagram at LO underscore hurricanes, myself on Twitter at Jared Ellis underscore 96. If you're not watching the game at home or in person, make sure you are listening on Sirius XM, whether it be in your car, on your phone, on the SXM app, on wherever. 
make sure you're listening on SiriusXM. They have all the home broadcasts. So if you're a Hurricanes fan, you can listen to Hurricanes broadcast. If you're a Stars fan, you can listen to the Stars broadcast. All of the home games are going to be there on SiriusXM. So make sure you're listening there as well. And I will talk to you guys tomorrow. Enjoy this playoff win, folks. And as always, let's go Canes.